0: Welcome to the family with Doug Sprinthal and Andy Bram Bernard. We will be right back, ladies and gentlemen, kick things off with the family. Michael Bryant, Brad Sean Bryant. So what's the latest well, the latest is we're representing people who are injured through no
2: fault of their own. Uh, people come to us. We talk to them about what their rights are. We talk to them about things that, you know, adjusters would call them up and ask them about. And we represent people in order to
0: get them justice for the injured. Yeah, Joe and I have both been president of the trial lawyers for the state. So we talk to people about all sorts of issues. The consultation is always free, and that's what we do. Michael Bryant, Bradshaw and Bryant. Ladies and gentlemen, I'm going to get no matter what he says, and I know you're listening, Bryant, get your ass in here and cut a new commercial, for Christ's sake.
2: Yeah. Yeah, I think that one's so old, it was before you went through puberty.
0: I'm pretty sure he was just in law school at the time he cut that commercial. I'm not sure.
3: Michael Bryant here letting you know about my exciting new prospect as a lawyer. Exactly. One of these days.
2: Anyway, here's a little more current content from the Walser Automotive Group. Uh, We've got some great 0% specials uh, in our new car departments pretty much across the board. I'm going to do these off the top of my head so we won't get them all. At uh, Toyota, the Camry and RAV4 are number one and two selling vehicles. 0% financing for 60 months. Uh, the nissan rogue is zero for 60 the Murano was zero for 72. over at chrysler uh, the jeep renegade cherokee grand cherokee durango and ram are all zero for 72 months up at hyundai same thing for the sonata the tucson and the santa fe zero for 72. And at our soon to be brand new Chevrolet store on Highway 61 in White Bear Lake, we have 0% financing for 84 months on tracks and Equinox. You can see all these deals at Walzer.com. Go ahead, Tom, take us out. Whoops.
0: I just banged into my microphone there. <laughs> ah, you're
2: new at it. It's okay. I,
0: exactly. I swung the chair around and it hit my microphone. Walzer Automotive Group, Walzer.com. the world Doug showing off his guitar playing.
1: That's all I
0: have to say to you. I'm showing
2: off my wife singing.
0: Yes, exactly. There you go. Ladies and gentlemen, a little news, a little information. Is Tim with us? Yes, he is. Okay, I have to ask you guys a question. I asked this on the KQ Morning Show as well. But um, I... um, i you're doing is trying to do as much cross-referencing, uh, looking at news stories. I try to go as many sites as I possibly can to see if there is a a thread of truth in any of these stories that come across right now. And it all depends on what, what we're talking about. But there is a thing that I found that I ran across which really pisses me off to no end, and I want to know... Uh, I don't see, I got to be very honest with you. I don't see how anyone can vote a certain way with the crazy, crazy stuff that's happening. Apparently, in some school systems in the United States now, there are little books with little cartoon characters on them that schools are handing out to, uh, you know, uh, seven, eight, nine year olds, stuff like that, Mm -hmm. five, six, seven year olds, something like that. Uh, It's a book. How do you tell your parents that they're racist? <laughs> oh my God. Oh my God. Have they lost their minds with this? A five year old. I'd love to get a
2: copy of that. Yeah,
0: I'd love to get a copy of it too, but a five year old. You're telling five, six, seven year old kids how horrible their parents are because they're on. racist. How dare they do something like that? Mm-hmm. We're taxpayers, we're loading you up with money, and then this is what you do to us? What in the hell is wrong with you? Don't you think? No, no, Doug, you're you're a, a Democrat. You're not a nut job, far lefty, or anything like that.
2: <laughs> Why? Thank you, Tom.
0: Well, you're not a lot of man. I know. No,
2: well, there's bomb throwers in both wings of the party. So.
0: Don't you think that this is really going to hurt Biden if they keep
2: this up? Uh, I, it's scary. I don't think there are any undecided voters out there. I really don't. You really don't think there are any? I don't. I mean, there I might be two guys, and they're still trying to figure <laughs> out guys whether they should wear their Van Halen T-shirt to the concert or not. Just, no, some people probably. can't make up their minds, but I don't know.
0: The only thing that bothers me, like, normally I would say, I don't care who you vote for, and and Joe Biden, whatever, or Donald Trump, whatever, I can get through, and then I'll slog through somehow. I was never a big fan of Barack Obama's, he was a community organizer, He he had no idea what the hell he was doing, but then, you know, figured out some things as time went by, and whatever. But this one, when we're now getting to the point where we're telling our young white children in school to go home and tell their parents they're racist, I got a real problem with that.
2: Oh, so they're only giving the books to white kids?
0: Yeah. Oh yeah. Really? Oh, and, oh yeah, absolutely. Ooh, they're only what? giving it to white kids, man. We
2: I, I can't imagine you've ever met a black person that was racist. No oh, no, yeah. No, that, well, there
0: are people that claim they
2: cannot be racist. Are you that's kidding? true? It's like how
0: what? What part of the country was this, Tom? Uh, You know what? I I should try to find the stories again. Why don't you guys talk amongst yourselves? Because I do want to find... I I think it's a great question, and I don't remember. I'm pretty sure it wasn't in the Deep South. (laughs)
1: Yeah, I was going to ask.
2: While he's looking it up, I I have a question for you. Have you seen... uh, I'm thinking of ending things.
1: You know, I haven't, Doug. It's Charlie Kaufman, and he's a weird dude. Um, I, I haven't. Have you?
2: I watched it, and I didn't really like it until the next day when I talked to my stepson Brennan, who you mm. met before, and he explained to me what was really going on. I'm like, "Wow, that was really creative." It is weirder than being John Malkovich and Eternal Sunshine, which both of those movies were quirky, but I liked them. This is oh yeah. It, it feels like a horror movie, but it really isn't. And then when you figure out what's going on, it kind of you kind of go from this is annoying and weird to Wow, that was a really creative way to tell a story. Apparently, it's based on a book. Charlie Kaufman just sort of reinvented it. So,
1: oh, interesting. I interviewed him for um, it was a stop motion animation movie called Anomalisa that he did. Okay, and that's bizarre. <laughs> I mean, you know, I'm a, I'm your biggest fan of stop motion animation, and. Uh, they have male full frontal uh, oh puppet. Well, no. I I'd, I'd, re- I'd, <laughs> Wall- like, okay,
2: I'd stick with Wallace and Gromit for my style. Yeah, no kidding. Motion no animation. kidding, I man. I love those shows.
3: Wallace and Gromit. Oh yeah, those were great. fabulous. Yeah, they were good. The Wrong Trousers. Yeah,
2: yeah. When okay, let me tell you. Was, when my son, sorry, I'll interrupt for just a second. When my son was little, we watched. We had all three of them. The Wrong Trousers. Uh, the one where they go to the moon, moon to for the cheese, get cheese. Yep. And then the, so it was like, sheep movie daddy, cheese movie daddy, pants movie. Mm-hmm. And that's all we watched. Sorry, Tom, go ahead.
0: Uh, so basically, the top three references I can see, Seattle, New York, and Washington. Huh. So yeah. uh, books for kids and teens about race, racism, and police violence. They're handing those out. Uh, Then in New York, they're handing out anti-racism books and resources for kids. And then in uh, Washington, D.C., they're handing out what white parents get wrong about raising anti-racist kids. (laughs) Uh, And then finally, Time.com has a story from two years ago, two years ago, why white parents can't just talk to their kids about racism. What is wrong with us? I, I got to be honest with you. I don't care what gender you are, what your skin color is, any of that stuff. It doesn't automatically make you anything in one big group. How they, they, they go through life, what happened to black people in this country is so disgusting. But what's the first thing they do? Try to turn it on another, by they I mean society. Try to turn it on a, on a different color of people. Let's all, at least hate all them, white men. Didn't we learn that hating one person or or a group of people because of their skin color or gender is a really bad idea? For a while, then we forgot. Then we, forget, we forgot. about it after a while. I just think it's getting so psychotic. Uh, I I I don't. Is there a lot of money in white men suck?
3: Yes, there is. That's what you it know, how is. How do
2: you isn't make it? money in white men suck? You write books
3: for kids, apparently. (laughs) I suppose. (laughs) Yeah, big in the publishing industry, apparently. Every company has a diversity and inclusion officer at this point. You know, the HR department, that's basically half of what they do now. Uh, Twitter, if you're on Twitter, that's all you do because that's what people on Twitter want to hear. Mm-hmm. There's always a market for that. Yeah,
0: there's always a market for racism uh, on Twitter. Yeah, so that's why I don't go on social media. Eight years. Somebody sent me, by the way, they say they have a, they have a recording of me eight years ago. I haven't heard the recording yet. He said he was going to send it to me. Eight years ago, when I got off Twitter and Facebook, I think it's coming up on eight years. I don't think it's eight years yet. Maybe it is. I don't know.
3: It's got to be
0: close. It's got to be close, yeah. But he has a recording of me going on the air saying, I am no longer, you can no longer find me on Twitter or Facebook. I still have a Facebook page, but I don't ever go on it. And I don't even have a Twitter page anymore. And I said, the reason I am not going to be on social media anymore is my belief is that digital is going to destroy the world. And look where we are now eight years later. They're destroying the world. we got to do something about about social media. It's way out of line, don't you think?
2: After what I watched last night, I, I wholeheartedly agree.
0: What did you watch last night?
2: I told you, social media. Oh, social show, media, yeah. Documentary on Netflix. It's, so,
0: so tell us about
2: it. So they they interviewed kind of all the guys and gals that invented this stuff. It was like the President of Twitter, the oh, CEO okay. of Reddit, and the you know the Chief uh, Inclusion Officer for Facebook, and all mm. this sort of stuff. And they talked about what they were really trying to do. and And the goal is to build AI to keep you engaged so you can buy stuff right. sounds pretty yes. simple right right but the, the 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 downside is all the unintended uh consequences and and one of the guys talked about you know um li- liberal people will go on there and they'll see all this stuff and they'll go you know i'm, I'm seeing all this information how can people possibly vote for donald trump because mm-hmm. all the information they're seeing supports. Yeah. their point of view, and right, then the, right. the people on the other side go, I'm seeing all this information, and how can people not love Donald Trump? I know. It's because the AI is feeding you the information you that will you keep you hear. engaged yeah, so they can sell stuff. dangerous. really
0: dangerous. And then the, really the, dangerous.
2: One guy from Facebook goes, you know, and there's unintended consequences, and they talked about teen suicide, and there's a big spike in 2010, and it's continued, you know, it was relatively stable for 40 or 50 years, and then in 10, okay. it started to go up, and he goes, you know part of this was we to keep people engaged in Facebook, we invented the like button in about 2007 2008. Right. and now oh, we know that themselves. there's you know 11 year old girls oh. that are killing themselves because they post stuff and people ridicule them or you know don't get enough likes. Oh and God. So it was, it's so re- tragic, it was really man. interesting. And these people are they're super smart. I mean he, he, I was watching some of them talk and there's so many great, perspectives that they brought to the conversation. And it really wasn't a liberal, it wasn't a political agenda at all. It's like we created this thing And I always thought AI was something in the future, but after talking to these, or listening to these guys, it's like, no, nah, it's here now, and it's just getting worse and so worse So we
0: are each getting our own version of their truth. That's right. right. That's really dangerous, man. So it turns out, really what's, her,
2: what's her name, Kellyanne Conway, who was right. It's just parallel facts. It
0: is. <laughs> it's parallel facts. That's what it is. I, see, that's, I think, should be against the law. Yeah. They should not be allowed to do that because it's creating hatred. Right. It's causing people to kill themselves. What are they doing
2: and they, they you know the, it, at one point they asked them all and these are you know multi-millionaires probably some of them billionaires yeah they're not it's not zuckerberg but it's like the level right below that right and they're like do you let your kids in? no not, they don't get to be on social media until no they're 16 way. And, the, no I mean, way. <laughs> and i'd say like, 26 yeah, would be better yeah and, I, and I thought what, of 28? you because I knew that you, I, you you popped your head back up on Facebook in the spring, I think, for about four and a half minutes. About four <laughs> and, then, and a half minutes Screw was this! up. Yeah, me. yeah. And I thought of you and I'm watching this going, yeah, Tom was right. It's probably it's a disgusting. better way to lead your life. But it was very interesting.
0: we got to take a break. Be right back more right after this with the family. Tom Bernard here with CEO of North American Banking Company, Michael Bilsky. Great to have you here, Michael. Thanks, Tom. Always a pleasure to be with you. One thing we keep talking about is that North American Banking Company is a community bank. Why is that
2: important? Well, two things. First, as a locally owned and operated bank, we move quickly for our customers when it matters most. You're not waiting for a loan decision to come out of state or making the decision right here at your home. Secondly, our customers appreciate the fact that we get to know them and understand their goals. For many of our customers, we're coaches, mentors, and sometimes sounding boards for their ideas. It's hard to get that from a big bank, but it's something we do just because it's Tuesday.
0: Well that sounds like a great way to do business.
2: All of our employees are working to help meet your business needs. It's how we create loyalty.
0: Why not bank with MyBanker, North American Banking Company? A better banking experience. Member FDIC, an equal housing lender. <laughs> <laughs> We're rocking out, man. Timmy Lambert's with us. Uh, We're just talking about uh, the fact that you get one version of the truth, I get another version of the truth, but we don't know that each other are getting the different versions. Um, So basically they're lying to both of us, but uh, we don't know what kind of lies you're telling me or I'm telling you because I only see my side of it.
2: Yeah, basically, it worked too well because in screen time increases, yeah. and that way they can yeah. sell more yep. ads to people that are trying to sell Toyotas, for example.
1: Toyotas. You mentioned the Facebook guy, Doug. So Zuckerberg didn't have; they didn't get him.
2: No, they didn't interview him. So it's like it's it's developers, a couple of CEOs, some founders um, of all, all the big ones that you've heard. of. I mean, it really looks like kind of a green room movie with the cast of Silicon Valley. I mean, yeah. some of the, oh, yeah. one of the guy who's on there works for Google looks a lot like Richard. He just happens <laughs> to be not quite so weird.
0: <laughs> At Richard in real life is weird. Okay, do you ever see some of his
2: comments? Yeah, he's like. He's what do they call it? Polymorph? I don't
0: know. Polymorphic, or yeah, that's what it is. Yeah, apparently he uh, he and his wife have a deal where he can just go and bang anyone he wants. Oh, it's
3: polyamorous, that. polyamorous. Yeah. There you Thomas go, Thomas Middleditch
1: or whatever his name he is. He is a
0: nut job of the first. I don't know if that guy'll ever work again. He's too crazy.
1: God, he's he out was there. in the last Zombieland movie too. You know, oh, the think? thing is that with a guy like that, they just have a certain look. Yes. Yeah, you know, it, it yeah, could be kind right. of a character actor sort of thing. You're right. And, uh, yeah, so I know who you're talking about.
3: Oh, him, yeah. Yeah, that guy. Oh, he's, he's a, he's a lunatic? Oh, God, is he
0: out there. Hmm. Yeah, my wife and I have an open marriage. We're, we're out banging everybody in sight. And, like, and, uh, 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 you ha, you uh. He's all proud of that. Yeah, if, he's on, right? if
1: he wasn't on Silicon Valley, yeah, I'm sure they'd be chasing him down the street.
0: Yeah,
3: well, yeah, right. <laughs> he cuts quite a fine figure. Well, well so here's an interesting development... 2019, he re- said they have an open relationship and it saved their marriage. May 2020, they got divorced.
1: <laughs> oh, there you go, baby. Weird, I huh? love it. <laughs> you can't, you couldn't write
3: that.
0: No, I if know, you put you're that right. In a movie,
2: they go, oh, this is bullshit. See, and that's that never is, happened. That
0: is wonderful. Mm, yeah. It saved our marriage. Mm, yeah. Me bragging on national television about banging everybody in sight, and then you get divorced, what, one year later? Who could have seen that coming? Oh, God, that's hilarious.
2: Those crazy kids, I wonder who got the China. Yeah,
0: yeah, who got the China, baby? Let me ask you that question as long as you brought up China. <laughs> um, do you think a lot of this has to do with the fact that these big uh, tech companies are so involved in China and make so much money in China that they they don't want anybody saying a negative word about anything?
2: In oh China. yeah. Yeah, I don't know.
0: God, I just find that terrifying.
2: Did they let Facebook in China? I thought they kicked them out, didn't they?
0: Facebook, I don't think. Yeah, the Chinese government's pretty big restrictive one. about China what you can do. China has their own thing. Google is the big one, though. Big Google's got a big partnership with China,
3: don't they? Um, I believe so. I believe they do. Yeah. That well, I mean, a, a lot of companies are moving to. to China because China's you know promising them. Well, it's not promising them; it's delivering cheap labor for you know. Well, and it's all a big... the cheap laborers you could ever want.
2: And it's a big market, you know. It a. It is. I think it was last year. Trump was talking about getting the American auto manufacturers out of China, and Mary right. Barra, who's the CEO of General Motors, flew to Washington on it. I don't know what she said, but I think she. I, I think it went something like this, if we don't have the Chinese market, we go out of business. Right. Because they they make more money in Asia than they do in the U.S. Yeah, they do. It's, well, it's there's a bigger billion market. Of them,
3: so yeah. you know, that's three times the amount of sales potentially, yeah. Is it a billion or
0: a billion five now? might be a billion five. Uh,
3: th- I think China did a pretty good job of uh, reining in their population growth. By killing off the baby girls, you mean? Yes, yes. <laughs> well, there's that. that. There is that. Uh, uh, they are up to 1.4 now. Yeah, 1.4 billion. But it slowed so. pretty significantly in the past decade or two. You could make a dollar or two
0: selling stuff to 1.4 billion people. Yeah, know. That's, that's, that's why thing. Canada's never been a big market. There's only 35 yeah. million people in the entire country. Well. Uh by the way, I saw Joe Biden say something the other day that I, or yesterday it was I think, that I have a hard time believing. He said today America reported a thousand deaths due to COVID nineteen, and zero in Canada. Now I don't. Is that true?
2: Mm, I that's don't know.
0: really hard to believe if that's true. I, I there are think a lot that of there's
2: been several days where we've had a thousand reported in the u.s
0: yeah I, yeah i agree with that but zero I in think canada
1: the, the only country that i'm aware of i thought new zealand yeah,
2: yeah
3: yes exactly but canada apart from
1: that i haven't heard
3: anything has had a couple days with zero deaths well they have went recently uh, september 4th and september 11th they had zero deaths well he said it was yesterday uh, yesterday being the 16th, they had five deaths. Five. So if
2: they were on par with us, because they're a tenth the population in the U.S. So yep. if they were, if were at 1,000 yeah, and they 100. were at 100, it yeah. would be somewhat equivocal.
0: But also, when you don't have the the social distance problem because you have a tenth of the people, so you're going to have cities, a hell of a lot fewer deaths. They have yeah.
3: very little immigration, especially from third world countries. Right, exactly. They have very little you know, mobility between cities. Yep. Americans are just constantly flying everywhere. They are. Whereas in Canada, they tend to stay in their own cities, mostly because, you know, where are you going to go? Yeah, you can't make a comparison between Canada and the United States Mm. on anything.
0: Uh, well, Well, you know, we talked about the forest fires and all the rest of it. California's on fire, Oregon's on fire, Washington's on fire. As soon as you get to the U.S.-Canadian border, the fires go out. I know, weird, right? There aren't any fires up in Canada because they do, they take care of their forests. Now, look, I'm not saying the climate change doesn't have anything to do with it. I don't know that. I do wish we could come to an agreement to where climate change and, uh, and forestry kind of meet in the middle and go, hey, why don't we fix
2: this? Yeah.
0: You know, okay. do you think we'll ever get to a point where we can agree on anything ever again. You think? Not after watching what I watched days are last gone, night. <laughs> <laughs> Not after watching what you watched last night. For real. Why would you see last night?
2: I'm t- I just you just talked about it this oh, uh, the social, social dilemma.
0: The social yeah. dilemma, yeah.
2: Part of me wants to see
1: it, part of me doesn't. Cuz part me you know, you get Damn. depressed and you get pissed off.
3: Yeah, I hate social media enough
0: already. I do. I hate social media. Well, I've been on it in 8 years and I still hate it.
3: It's like those movies where it's, like, about serial killers. It's like, I already know I don't like serial killers. They so I, I really need to be told how bad are you they gonna, are? I Maybe this movie
2: will change my mind.
3: <laughs> I, I actually like serial Cereal killers Serial killers, the misunderstood
0: heroes. Yeah, they're actually decent people. What <laughs> right. the hell's wrong with you guys? Come on. They're only
3: serial killers. Don't worry about a thing. Or it's like the argument about the new Cuties movie. It's like, oh, it's showing you how bad pedophilia is. It's like, oh, like, I didn't know that already. Well, you, to, you heard what Babylon Bee did, right? No. Babylon Bee
0: reported that, uh, God, who the hell is it? Um, they're killing puppies. They made a movie about killing puppies to show how bad it is to kill puppies. Oh, no. Oh,
1: God. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
0: it's, Babylon Bee is pretty damn funny. It is really good. We've tried to get I am sure show.
1: to get a laugh. Now, I have them on the Twitter feed, and I run across one of theirs every day, and I am sure to get a laugh.
0: Oh God, it's very, very funny. I, I just—I tried to get them on the morning show and on this show, and they don't even
3: respond. Huh? So I don't know what the hell that's all about. But too busy counting their millions, I'm sure. Probably true. Probably. Now true. I heard they were temporarily banned from Twitter. They were. yes. they've
2: had some issues with them. I think Twitter yeah. likes
3: to ban people. Yeah, they do. Stay in line, or you get banned. Oh, here's a good one. Struggling
1: CNN just starts stealing headlines from the Babylon Bee.
3: Well. <laughs> I think that's been going on for a while. Unbelievable.
1: Well,
0: this is uh, sad news. Very quickly, I just saw former Minnesota uh, Chief Justice Russell Anderson has died. Oh, no. At 78. That's too bad. Sorry to hear that. Uh, You're having a better day than this guy, though. Suspect in killing of Minneapolis teen arrested in Plymouth after fleeing the wrong way on I-394 and driving through people's yards.
2: You don't have to be very smart to be a criminal. No, I guess not.
0: That's a big part of it. To be a murderer, you don't have to be that wise. That's what you're saying? So there you have it, ladies and gentlemen. It just uh, we keep moving forward, and that's all I need to know. Do we have any – now, Timmy, we talked about a couple of movies this morning. We've only got about a minute here, but then we have the entire third segment. Yeah. Um, Jim Caviezel is doing a huge uh, radio ad campaign for his new movie, and he's out there selling it big time, which I was very impressed with that. That Jim won would work that hard.
1: You had him on the KQ Morning Show, correct? Yep, great guy. Yeah, I talked with him too. Um, yeah, he's a really good guy. And at that time, I think Scott Linehan uh, was still uh, assistant offensive coordinator of the Vikings. So it was fun talking about the Vikings with him as well. Sure. But yeah, real good guy, and uh, yeah. No no I
0: it's an ad campaign for what? Uh, it's called Infidel I think. He's got a movie I think it's, is it called Infidel Andy J- James Caviezel's new movie. Yeah, that's
1: the name of it. It is, the name it is of
0: infidel it. It, It's about it's a true story apparently. Uh, we do have to take a break. We'll be right back in an okay. entire segment with Timmy Lammers talking about a Hollywood and the movies that are coming out right after this with the family. You know, ladies and gentlemen, I was sitting around this morning, and I heard uh, Jim Caviezel on KQRS doing a commercial for the new movie, and I went, Infidel, it reminds me, Tim Lammers is on today. Thank you very much. <laughs> Great to be here. Yeah.
1: Yeah, it looks like it's coming out tomorrow. I yep, had not it even, is. even heard of this picture, apart from what you're saying.
3: There's a lot of those lately, though. Yeah. Yeah, that is true. Movies you've never heard of that, like, it just turns out, they they just release one day, and it's like, where did this come from?
1: Yeah, in theaters, too, yeah. which, of course, yeah. isn't your sure bet these days.
0: No, oh. there, there were probably 10 to 15 people at uh, Unhinged when we went to it over the weekend, all properly socially distanced. It was a very pleasant experience because nobody was on their phone and nobody was talking during the movie, <laughs> which is really nice. Um Yeah.
3: Yeah. Wow, that's a bold move. What? Infidel. So, it's about Christians living underground in Iran. Right. And it was actually shot in Jordan. Which really is interesting because that is interesting. you wouldn't think they would want that. Cuz you know, I Jordan agree. and Iran aren't the same thing. Jordan,
2: Jordan is pretty liberal, actually, yeah. compared to most yeah, of the other. Yeah, high
3: relative terrific. standards. The yeah. best
2: ice skater in Texas. Yeah,
3: exactly. <laughs> the best ice skater
0: in Texas. Where'd you come up with that? That's
2: one? an old car
3: line. Oh, my God. I wonder. There's probably been a Texan ice skater uh, here and there.
1: Well, it looks like it's playing in quite a few theaters in the Twin Cities area. ABC, uh, a a AMC a, a, Arbor Lakes, Chanhassen, Imagine... Uh. Rogers, Man uh, Champlain, Man Plymouth, well, hey. Coon Rapids.
0: How about Shakopee with your South Bridge Crossing Cinema? Uh,
1: well, I got Marcus. Yeah. Uh, let's see. Yep. Yep. It's there. Yeah,
0: baby. I can go What's see that? Seven
1: o'clock. That's actually tonight. Seven o'clock and tonight. you want to rock? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I'm sure tomorrow then it's going to yeah. be. All different times. or where, When would you go generally, a Saturday?
0: Saturday, usually to the, we try to go to like the 5 o'clock movie so we can, you know, go to the movie and then go to dinner. That kind yeah, it of looks deal.
1: like it's uh, showing quite a few times during the day as well. So, yeah, you're in business, man. I like
0: Jim Caviezel.
2: This reminds yeah. me of an old uh, Seinfeld episode where Kramer's trying to be the movie phone line guy. Oh yes, and that's down the movie and goes, phone. why don't you just tell me the name of the movie you want to see? <laughs> yeah,
0: <laughs> that is very very funny. He was the best part of that show, I thought.
2: The show was really uneven. When it was great, it was really really funny. And yeah. then when it was bad, it was it like was definitely uh, had terrible.
0: peaks and valleys. It did indeed, no question. And all the valleys happen to be uh, occupied by Jerry Seinfeld. He was the least funny person on that show by far. He's not a good actor. No, he's terrible actor. But he's a good stand-up comedian and a good writer. Good writer, no question. He and Larry David wrote that uh, wrote that sitcom. I have not watched the finals, the few episodes of uh, of the Larry David uh, of Curb Your Enthusiasm. But there was that season last year I thought was dreadfully bad. Was it last year or two years ago? I think it was two years God, ago. God, there was a season that was terrible.
2: I did like the fact that he wore the MAGA hat into restaurants yeah. so the South Californ- Southern yes. California people would stay away from him.
0: So he wouldn't come near him, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> that was pretty funny. That's a good form of social distancing yeah, right there. Yeah, that was brilliant. Oh, he could be very, very funny, no doubt about that. But I just... Uh... Yeah, that curb your enthusiasm over the years. Well, that, the one year that was really dreadful is when they made the movie. Oh Remember? yeah. Oh god, that was a ter- terrible it often season. Often does
3: not translate.
0: Yeah, they were making a movie. It was what? What was this movie again? A very famous movie. And they were making a version of it. Oh, what the hell is it? But yeah, it's dreadful. It was really, really bad. But then there are
2: the, oh the producers. Yeah, the producers. Yeah, yes, right.
0: that's exactly what yeah. right. it was. The producers. <laughs> But then they'd have other seasons where, like, Michael Bloomberg, the mayor of New York, is up making a speech with Michael J. Fox, and Larry, Bur- Larry is trying to tell somebody he bought a violin for his girlfriend or something, and the woman keeps going, a what? A what? Because it's so loud. So he starts playing the violin with his just his hands, and Bloomberg and Fox think he's making fun of Michael J. Fox's sad story, so they kick him out of New York. He gets thrown out of the city. <laughs> that was very, very funny.
2: You're gonna, you're gonna laugh. You guys are gonna laugh at me. But we just started watching the Goldbergs last night. I'd never seen that. Is that any good? I've never seen. I thought it, it was really funny. Yeah, I've never seen it. Watched we Brian Collins through three episodes, so it's really quickly. And you know, Jeff, uh, what's his name? Jeff Garland.
0: Jeff Garland. Yeah. 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 He plays the dad. He's great. Oh, this. he's phenomenal. There are a lot of good people in that deal. Like I said, Brian Collins on it. You know, God, I, I got to ask you. Yeah, I got to ask it now because probably don't want to ask it in car selling secrets. But there is a huge uptick in women coming forward, and I mean a huge uptick of women coming forward saying they were molested anywhere from 15 to 25 years ago. Uh, is there? What do you think causes that? Is there one that that spurs them on to say, you know what, it's time for me to finally tell the truth about this? Uh, what is it?
2: It seems like when somebody. Famous or notorious comes forward than other people do too. Remember yeah, when the yeah. Kavanaugh hearings? What's her name? The gal from California? The, yeah. That that whole investigation centered around. Well, all of a sudden, a week later, Connie Chung says, "Right, okay, thirty years ago, my doctor when I was a teenager." Right. I was like,
0: wow. No, there's a lot of going like Brian Callen. I've known Brian forever, and he was accused. Of, actually, he was accused of raping a woman. So I don't know where that's gone. You now got Donald Trump as another woman saying that he felt her up in the nineteen ninety seven U.S. Open or whatever. Uh, there's also there, I mean, Ten, there tennis several. or golf?
2: No, I'm sorry, I a, have I, no idea. Make fun
0: of it. I think it was the golf. I think it was. I'm not sure, but yeah, it's from like twenty three years ago. And, and I'm wondering what happens. I mean, if you've held that in for twenty three years, what? Why didn't you come forward five years ago when they were talking about all this yeah. stuff? You, you should have come yeah. forward. I would think. But I don't know, maybe that's gotta be extremely I can't think emotional. Of
2: a worse group of people to ask than a bunch of guys. Yeah, well that's <laughs> I mean, exactly what I was
0: gonna know. say. We don't know what how women, you know, can deal with this stuff. It's gotta be very difficult, I'm sure. No question. Um, I need to watch something on T V tonight. What am I watching?
2: Try the Goldbergs. Cool. I,
0: you guys have never seen it.
2: Yeah, I had never had either. I, I just assumed I was the last person in the country that hadn't seen it.
0: No, I have never seen I've never seen a lot of shows, actually. There, there are some shows that, oh, man, it's a great, like This Is Us. I've never seen an episode I haven't seen of that. that either. Is that still around?
2: Well, I'm sure you can watch it. Some. It's yeah, some yeah, it's nominated
1: for a lot of Emmys and stuff.
2: Oh, it is? Okay. Um,
1: You know, I don't know if you've ever seen I know for sure, Tommy, you would not see this, but uh, finally, catching up with a series on Amazon Prime called The Boys.
0: What is that?
1: It's a bunch of uh, people with superpowers, but they're all bad. Oh, I mean, God. they're really scumbags. Most of them are, not all of them. So it's about radio? Is that what you said? Ha! Yeah, yeah, actually, yeah. So you got that right. Thank you. Um, so, so, yeah, that um, that is really, really good. Uh, again, uh, like I was talking about this morning, um, the documentary Robin's Wish is definitely a must-see. Yes, I uh, agree. That's, that's for video on demand. One thing I, I, for, I forgot to mention, we were talking about the new Paramount Plus, the old CBS All Access. Mm-hmm. Uh, when it does become Paramount Plus, they are going to be having a new docu-series about the making of The Godfather.
0: That's what I hear. It's a 10-part ten, ten series. How cool
1: is that going to be?
0: I think it's going to be great, and I do want. They're going to. They're going to put. Apparently, they're also going to put up the movie. And I hope they remove the sequential version of that movie. Remember, they took all three of them and took part two and put it at the beginning of part oh, yeah. one. And remember,
1: yeah, yeah, yeah. Then,
0: I saw that they pulled it and they didn't have it available anymore. I wonder if that's because this is coming out because I know they're going to play all three movies but I don't know if they're going to do the sequential one or not. I have no idea. Well, not
1: only that, I mean, Coppola is doing a new version of 3 where he's making the beginning and the ending. So, yeah, wouldn't it be cool? I think there was a a name for it, and I remember, (laughs) oddly enough, Tom, when I was talking about renting videos this morning with the old VHS, um, you could get that whole, you know, 8 tape set of it reworked. Where it was De Niro and the young Vito at the beginning. You could,
0: yes, you could get. Yeah, I don't and, and it was then yeah, anymore. like you
1: said, that, I loved it. I actually yep. did love it. I, you yep. know, and and I love the original versions too. So, I'm just curious to see what direction he's going to go with uh, reworking three.
0: And when does that start? When when does uh, Paramount uh, Plus start? Oh,
1: God, let me see. Please? I'm sure it's in 2021. Oh,
0: not till not till next year so it'll be CBS, no, CBS no, All yeah, Access. It's
1: Paramount Plus. Yeah, I, I'll look it up. That'll um, be yeah, cuz that was that was big It's kind of unexpected. Yeah, to mm-hmm. next year. Um uh, early 2021 is all they're saying. Okay. All right.
0: Well, that so it'll be CBS All Access till then and then it'll change over in 6 months or so.
1: Yeah, this is weird. Okay, it says some new titles include The Offer, a 10-episode scripted miniseries about the making of The Godfather. Right,
0: it's scripted. I, do, I did see that. Oh,
1: okay. That. So I, I thought it was a docu-series. Oh, well, well, I think I, it I kind of is. Me. But... I mean, docu-series would be great, but this should be interesting, too. Though.
0: Yeah, I, th- I would think so. I absolutely would think so. I, look, yeah, because they're
1: not going to make a Godfather miniseries. but something about it wasn't easy to get made, and then, of course, people like Frank Sinatra weren't too happy with... Uh, El uh, Martino, Johnny Fontaine. I know that character. He was really pissed off about, uh, pissed off at Mario Puzo. I know why.
0: It gave birth to one of the best lines in the entire movie. When he starts Which was? crying, remember when Johnny Fontaine starts crying?
1: Oh, you can act like a man. You can
0: act like a man. <laughs> what are you, some Hollywood Pinocchio? Cries like a woman? <laughs> <laughs> Yeah.
1: Oh, this should be this should be really
0: good. There. Oh God,
1: yes. But again, and you know the interesting thing. Obviously, when they get this stuff on the streaming services, for example, like the boys, you would not believe how explicit and how violent it is. It's like a, it's like home box office, Tom. Back in the days when they started doing their own stuff, and it wasn't rated.
0: I was telling Timmy this morning on the KQ Morning Show that I was one of the first, well, I was the first person that I knew that got home box office, which later became HBO. HBO, mm -hmm. God, I'll never forget that. It was very cool. All right, Timmy, another week
1: shot in the ass. It's hard to believe. There you go. Uh, Have a great weekend, and we'll talk with you all next week.
0: Looking forward to it, Tim. Tim. Thanks a lot. Tim Lammers, ladies and gentlemen. We'll take a break. Be right back. Car Selling Secrets is up next with the family.